Hello, and welcome back to Turning On Your Light, a podcast about purpose. In this episode, we're going to be talking about God's purpose for our lives. We have Pastor Von Dorn Bush, who is the Impact Ministry ministry pastor at Calvary Church, which is where I've been going since first grade. Uh, thank you so much for being here and joining us. I'm very excited to um, have this conversation. Pastor Von, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. Um, I have been at Calvary Church for 27 years. Um, I'm married. My wife teaches at Century College. She's a college professor. And we have four children. They're all grown and moved out of the house. Two live in California. So they're happy right now in the sunshine. Yeah, I bet. Here in Minnesota, uh, which we're happy to have too close by. Um, Our son that has two of our granddaughters lives very nearby. So we're very happy about that. So So you've been in the ministry field for how long? Um, A long time. I was at a church in Florida for six years, and then I've been at Calvary for 27, and I was at another church for two. So, yeah, do all the math. It's like 35 years. So, wow, it's a long time. Yeah. So you've mainly been focused. Is it on impact, or has that just been at Calvary that you focused on the impact? Yeah, I was more youth. I was a youth pastor and Christian education pastor in several other churches, and then at Calvary, I started out with just with just youth ministry, overseeing. Uh, senior high and junior high yeah and then we started doing more and more missions things mm-hmm. and eventually I was wearing all these different hats and I was doing too much like yeah. I was working 70 hours a week and they said this is crazy you can't do all this so they slowly transitioned me into missions full-time which has been great and how long and it was you... a great transition for me so yeah how long have you been in the missions full-time um let me see the last class officially I had at Calvary was my daughter's class and she's been out of she's 25 so seven years full-time awesome so i thought we just kind of jump in and talk about a little bit first kind of set the stage with like religion in america um before we can kind of jump into purpose um so like i was reading a couple articles recently on how what a sharp decline um religion in america has taken and i thought that was really interesting because as christians we kind of base our hopes and our purpose on um, the Bible and like the fact that God has given each and every one of us an individualized purpose for our lives. And without like that background, I guess, um, I I don't know, I just think it'd be weird to try to find that purpose in worldly based matters, I guess. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, um, you know, the purpose that we have in life is something that God's given us. Mm -hmm. He's designed us a certain way. He's given us different gifts, different abilities. And so to find that purpose um, and to really follow God and finding that purpose is really important. What's interesting is I talk to people that aren't believers and they stumble, they kind of stumble into things they're really good at. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of see, looking at them, I can see, well, that's something God's given you a gift in. You don't even realize it. Yeah. You're not really acknowledging that God's gifted you, but that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're so happy in your job because yeah. you're doing something you're passionate about. And, you know, so... Yeah, I mean, Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And obviously, not everyone is going to be a prophet to the nations. But I think it's interesting because the analogy that I've heard very often is, like, we have a God-sized hole in our heart, and we're searching for something to fill that. And, like, without the background of that purpose, and even if we don't know what that purpose is right away, knowing that God knows what that is would be something that would be... I don't know, really hard, I guess, looking at it from that stance. There's a good verse, though, that you shared because it, it points out that 
God designs everyone. He's behind, you know, he's involved in everyone's life, even if they don't acknowledge he's there. So there are so many sirens going on right now. I'm so sorry if you can hear them. Um, I can't hear them. So. Okay. They're just all over. Um, yeah. And I wanted to talk a little bit about like, as Christians, how we, cause I feel like finding your purpose, it's not something you find overnight. It's, it's a journey. Um, and kind of how we let that purpose direct our paths and how we kind of use that in our lives with ourselves and with other people. Sure. Yeah, there's a few things I would probably point out as priorities to finding God's purpose. Um, first thing is you really need to be walking with God. Um, a lot of people say to me, well, I know a lot about God. And I say, well, are you really walking with him? Do you really know him? And I think if you have that priority to, to really have a relationship with Jesus, you're involved in church, you're involved in prayer, if you're involved in Bible study, you're growing as a Christian, then God's involved and active in your life, and he's more likely to lead you and guide you. Um, another key that I found, and this is true of my life, I had to come to a point in my life where I was willing to surrender my will to God and just yeah. kind of and just say, I'm not, I'm not the boss of me anymore. That's really hard to do because we, our sin nature tells us that we're the boss of me. Mm-hmm. And so to let that go, uh, to say, God, you're in charge. I'm going to follow what you want. Um, that's another key piece, I think, um, to finding that place where yeah, you know what God's will is. For sure. And kind of going off of what you were saying there, we obviously are very sinful, broken human beings. And I think one of the ways that um, we can not help people find their purpose, but be a light in our purpose, I guess, is just kind of trying to live like Christ and everyday actions. Because if we're striving to live like Christ, we are are set apart i was um i was at work so i work for acr homes which is um i work with disabled caring for disabled people and Mm -hmm. after i was wrapping up one of my shift i turned to one of my coworker who had just had a really bad day she'd been just kind of you could see it just was a bad day and i i felt god i was like asking if i could pray for her so i asked uh, my coworker that and she kind of looked to me and she's like I've never had anyone ask me that before so I had the chance to kind of share a little bit like I'm a Christian and um, I'm not sure how that really tied into my purpose but like being different and living out that way I feel like gives us a little bit of purpose in that sense so yeah I think that's a great question to ask people you know can I pray for you mm-hmm. um, if I catch them off guard but often they'll say yes yeah you know if they don't follow God they'll say oh yeah I could use some prayer so yeah. it's a great a great inroads question um, Another thing that I I think is important is, especially if you're a college student your age, to have mentors in your life, yeah. that you're getting a lot of wise counsel. If you, if you read the book of Proverbs, there's a lot of verses that talk about you know following fools, but also following people that are wise. And I think mm-hmm. the more people you have in your life that you can look to as mentors, someone like, for you, for you, someone like Laura, who was your leader in high school, you still are in contact with. Yeah. And you know, whether it's maybe a college professor that you click with or you know an RA or whatever it is, to have people that you can go to to as sounding boards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think God really uses, speaks through other people. Yeah, for sure. So that's another piece I would say. Um, the other one, just last thing I thought about was just God's Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I think to, there's a verse that says, stay in step with the Holy Spirit. I think to do that, you just need to be praying a lot and this really listening. Often when we pray, we talk to God all the time. We don't take time just to sit back and say, okay, what are you saying to me now? Um, yeah. And one thing I would say when you're praying, get a little notebook and just write down what God's saying to your heart. Mm. And, and you can really find out that God's speaking to you in some ways you didn't even think about mm-hmm. um, unless you take time to listen. So, Yeah, I can definitely kind of relate to that. So I was thinking about 
like what have I done with purpose and I remember when I went to Spain um my mom brought the idea up and I was like no I don't want to go um like I just it's too much money and all of that and I kept thinking about it and I was like well could that like grow me and like maybe God has a purpose for me on that trip and um I remember reading a verse being like the Lord lays out the plans and it won't be revealed right away you just have to like trust that plan that he has a purpose and going there it was it was it was good because I was able to see later down the line that I was one of the only people on the team that spoke Spanish then I've lost quite a bit since then but <laughs> I was able to help translate to people that we met on the streets and when I think that's a good lesson that I've learned and I'm still learning um but knowing that on like finding your purpose it's you just kind of have to trust that he'll open doors and that he'll reveal it in due time because kind of like I said earlier it's not something you find overnight right yeah there's there's a patience involved in waiting on the Lord mm -hmm. and and I think sometimes you know God gives you choices and lets you choose yeah um I found that to be true in my kids lives you know they had two good choices about college for example and, and God just said pick one you know, this is your choice. Uh, it's okay. It's not always, you know, a black and white choice that we have to make in terms of, you know, those kinds of decisions. So yeah, in terms of I can definitely agree with the, the college thing. I was either thinking about coming here or going to Seattle Pacific University, which is on the other side of the country. And I was like, well, God as could use me either way. And like, it I have family out in Seattle. So like coming here kind of felt like I cop out um, just because it's closer. Um, but learning that like that purpose will come and everything but kind of switching gears a little bit how have you found that like in dealing with youth ministry and missions that purpose comes about or helping students kind of discover that purpose for their life um yeah um that's a, that's a lot of questions all at one let me see if i can break <laughs> so it sorry. um i think for students, often what we'll do is let them try things on mission trips, things that maybe they didn't think they could do. Um, I'll give you an example. There was one guy, uh, Nate Gustafson. He um, was on a mission trip with us to Jamaica, and he we needed someone to preach on a Sunday morning at a church all of a sudden. And, you know, I went to him and said, is this something you're willing to try? He'd never preached before. And he did it. And through that experience, God... I think led him into seeing that he had a heart for ministry and some gifts in ministry. And now he's a pastor in Texas. Oh, cool. Um, and actually leaving that church to plant a new church in Cincinnati uh, through the Salt Network, which is an organization that plants churches on college campuses yeah. to help bring the gospel to secular colleges. And so Calvary will be supporting him as a missionary for the next three years. Um, and so it started, you know, you look back, it started maybe way back in that mission trip where he tried something new. And maybe that happened to people that you know in Spain, where they were, you know, trying new things, and all of a sudden God said, "Wow!" You know, they, God spoke to them in that time and said, "This is something you're really good at. Something you can maybe do down the road." So, yeah, I think when I went to Spain, um, I think I did see that other people, but specifically in me, um, I think I learned that like I would obviously have to like repick up some of my language skills and like restudy Spanish and everything, but the communication i was like oh i'm i can talk to people and then that's what my i'm getting hope hoping to get my degree and we'll see um how well school goes <laughs> but yeah it's kind of like you said i think it's funny how 
the different ways God can work to kind of show you your purpose, like in ways that you don't expect. Like I never would have expected that to come out of me going to Spain or things like that. So yeah, that's a really cool story about him being a pastor. Um, yeah. Another quick, I can tell you one other quick story about short-term missions, how God can lead. Um, during those years, we were going to Jamaica as a youth group. Um, I had two or three high school girls come to me and say, we believe God wants us to go to Haiti next summer. And I said, well, we've never been to Haiti. We don't know anyone in Haiti. Why would we go there? And they said, we just think God is speaking to our hearts that we're supposed to go there. I said, okay, we're going to take the next three months and we're going to pray about it. And then we're going to get all the class together, all the juniors and seniors, and we're going to talk about it and we're going to decide. And the decision was made to go to Haiti. Um, I talked to someone I knew that had connections with Mother Teresa. So we went down to Haiti the first time and just worked at two places in Haiti. One was the home for malnourished children. And one was an AIDS hospice. And it was life transforming for all of us. Mm -hmm. um, but through that first trip, we made all these connections with a Baptist pastor and um, a bunch of other people we met that first trip that all of a sudden now we have this 25-year partnership in Haiti uh, with Pastor Miradu and Dula, who have been to Calvary probably five, six times. Um, one of their sons married a girl from Calvary. I mean, this all started... In fact, I, there's probably at least three marriages that have come out of Haiti trips. Uh, wow. We have a farm. We have two medical clinics. Uh, we have 16 churches in Haiti that are named Calvary. Now they're churches that we founded. Um, this all happened because three high school girls felt God's purpose was for us to go to Haiti. So yeah, that's, it started small and it just grew. You know, so that, It's a step of faith, and you see where God leads sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Calvary's going been going to Haiti for as long as I can remember, like longer than I can remember, right? Slow. Yeah. yeah. And it started with two girls in youth, three girls in youth group. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. Um, wow. And one of those, and one of those girls is a missionary doctor in Zambia now. Oh, cool. That we support, uh, Calvary support still. So yeah, it's amazing how God works, you know, um, yeah. and you're willing to take steps of faith. I think steps of faith is probably the one thing we haven't talked a lot about. Mm -hmm. And that's really important too. Sometimes God will just say, this is something you need to trust me on if Spain was that way for you a little bit take a step of faith yeah and, and see what happens you know and if you don't take steps of faith you don't you don't get stretched sometimes you don't grow in ways you should grow so yeah for those of you who aren't aware I spent a month um in Spain and I wasn't sure if I should go so I asked Pastor Vaughn talked to him prayed about it and ended up going and it was one of the best and craziest months of my life so yeah it was it was looking back on that it's crazy to see how like god's like there's a long-term purpose for your life but i also think that there's like little short-term purposes um because i remember in january of that year I had, I had done the thing like asked god for a word for the year i was like okay lord what is like the verse or the word and he put um, a phrase, I think it was, I will be with you no matter where you go. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere this year. Like, I don't, I don't know why, what? And then I, my mom had mentioned going on this Royal Servants trip and I was like, I don't know. And it didn't connect then. And I had talked to you about going to Spain and, um, it, I didn't remember that word until I came back later that year. And I was like, wait a second, hold on. I'd asked God for a word and that was go. And I was like, Oh, so yeah, that was, that was one really cool God example of how he like used a short-term purpose, but 
Um, what? And I think Spain for you will be a building block of other trips to come. Other yeah. trips, experiences, things that God will call you to. So. Yeah, I, I hope so. That was a really eye-opening trip for me. Um, have there been stories or like seasons where you've people have been like really discouraged about not being able to find purpose or not kind of knowing about that? Hmm. Question. Kind of think. Um, I can think of students that have gone through times like that in their lives where they've they've questioned God or something bad has happened and they've had to, you know, we've had students that have had to deal with cancer, you know, with their family members passing away. And so we've we've walked with students through some really, really difficult times. Um, and you just at that point, you just kind of cling to God, mm-hmm. you know, when you're going through those. There's nothing real, it really, it's the only thing that's going to get you through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had cancer 11 years ago and, and I clung to God in a way I never had before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the memories of that time um, bind me to God in some really unique ways. So it's a, it's a dependence piece. I think when you go through times when you feel like it's a trial or, or God's far away and you can't find him, you know, um, it does, it does build more dependence on God. It, it should. Some people yeah. go the other way and say, you know, I'm done with God. I've seen that happen too, which is very sad, but yeah. Um, but it should draw you closer when you go through this thing. Yeah, that's mm, emails. Um, how how do we take purpose into like our everyday lives, and especially like in dealing with non-believers? Um, what are some ways? I mean, I'm asking this for me and like for them as well. But like, how do we show kind of that show our purpose through God in everyday life? Does that make sense? I don't know if that made sense. But. Well, that makes sense. And I think, you know, you touched on it earlier. I think being willing to ask questions that aren't threatening. Mm-hmm. Um, the two questions that I try to ask people, like five minutes on a back when I used to fly on planes, I don't I haven't flown on a plane for a while. You know, if I'm sitting next to someone I don't know, you know, how are you doing mm-hmm. is a basic question you can ask someone. Mm-hmm. And if you're really interested to hear how they're doing, you ask follow up questions. I need to say, you know, can I pray for you about any of those things? And yeah. it's amazing the conversations I've had with just those two questions in mind. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's showing someone you care, you're really interested in them. People yeah. often, people are so self-focused in our culture today, they don't take time to really be interested in someone else. Yeah. And so if someone's really interested, it, it opens doors mm-hmm. for conversation. That's what you wanna do, open yeah. those doors. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, just kind of wrapping things up. Um, like, what are some good ways to kind of stay focused and like ground ourselves in the fact that God has a purpose, even like when it's hard to see for like long-term, I guess. Um, yeah, I would say for me, it's, it's just time in the word, uh, time, not busy, Mm -hmm. which is, which has been a silver lining of COVID for many of us. Yeah. Slow down. And I think we need to slow down and we need to Mm. not, be running a hundred miles an hour, which our culture tells us to do. And our, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All I mean, the time. I mean, experienced that, so. And, yeah. so I think slowing down, taking time to be with the Lord and taking time to be with friends and, and, and being honest, you know, having some deep friends where you can be honest, mm-hmm. you know, if you have two or three of those, that'll really help you grow. So, you know, the best example I can share for that is my son, Jordan, uh, who works with the fellowship of Christian athletes in urban <laughs> Minneapolis. He has two friends from the Calvary youth group. Uh, they still every week, meet either online or in person to talk about how they're doing and pray together. 
it's been happening since high school and it still continues to this day. And they are both, they're all out of college now, they're all married now. Um, so I think those kinds of friendships can make a huge difference. Yeah, that's, your, so. well, thank you for uh, joining us today and sharing um, your story and your thoughts on this. Um, so yeah, thank you thank so you. much. Good to see you.